Oh my God, welcome to the Geek Boutique Podcast, guys. You are not seeing Quadruple. You are seeing the Geeks and Company together for the first time on the podcast, our special Halloween edition. Jen, Rob, JS, and me, we are going to be talking about our top horror villains of all time here on the podcast this week we are live on instagram we are live on facebook we are live on youtube we encourage you guys once again get your asses on over to youtube and join us live there that helps with the algorithm helps get our channel out to see more people and get more eyeballs on it and uh yeah you also get to see us in a high depth well you get to see jen in high depth i don't know that you want to see the rest of us in high definitely better somebody get me a mask we've already got someone there hello all beautiful faces right there says noah look at that oh i know who that is that's freakish workshop i recognize that beard anywhere well done, oh, sir. Nice. Well done. Thank you. Ah, freakish. How you doing, bud? Good. How you doing? Uh, with me this week, guys, of course, uh, I've already said, uh, down here on the podcast and then like over there on the Instagram live, it is Rob the bad guy. Hi, Rob. What's going on? That's this week, weird. Sir? Rob's not there at all on Instagram for me. Well, trust me, I'm here. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, of course, J.S. Belanger, who is in this down corner over here and then like over here on the podcast. J.S., you've never looked better. How you doing? Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I, I am uh, wonderful. I, uh, you know, we uh, fought a little bit of a bout of the vid and, uh, you know, it uh, hit me with a little bit of fever and then the fever kicked my ass, but it also kicked the vid's ass and said, eh, you ain't staying here. And the vid said, uh, you know what? I don't want any of this. And it left. Awesome. So uh, I didn't Very actually well. get sick, which was fantastic, but yep. <laughs> man, was the fever messed up. I got a fever and messed the only prescription. Up. Oh, our, our buddy, our buddy says uh, JS cleans up nice. I agree. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and then joining <laughs> us for the first time in this format, we have dragged her into some of the lives from the con floor, but in this format, <laughs> producer Jen, also known as create, what's, sorry, what is your official Geeks and Co. title again? I keep forgetting, creative director? No, uh, director, director of, of operations. operations. Director of operations. <laughs> I think she's we been know promoted her. You now. guys know her as producer Jen. Jen, <laughs> how is it going? How does it feel to be on your first ever Geek Boutique podcast here in this format? I'm excited. I'm yeah? excited. I'm excited to put you guys in line. It is so Ooh. hard to sit downstairs on my phone, biting my tongue, and then I wait for y'all to wrap up, wait for that oh. man to come downstairs. This, and then I tell him what I think. This guy knows that. This guy knows what's up. Just call her the boss. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, forget titles are not necessary. We'll just call her the boss. Uh, yeah, guys, this is it. Uh, Roberto from Arius uh, Legacy Creations joining us on the Instagram too. So yes, absolutely, guys. We've gotten uh, there's four or five people now that are joining us through Facebook and um, uh, YouTube. So that's fantastic. Uh, please, mm -hmm. obviously, feel free to join us uh, on the Instagram as well. Uh, JS, I'm going to turn things over to you if you want to kind of get the ball rolling, what we're going to be doing this week. And uh, Yeah, so I think we wanted to keep, you know, the top 10 hype train going. We've done a couple of top 10 episodes now, and hey, we've had a lot of fun. We've had a lot of discussions in, in the chat, which is amazing. We love the discussions. 
So we're going to keep it going with Halloween being around the corner. Obviously, we are doing the top 10 horror villains of all time. You know the score. Uh, So listen, guys, before we get started, uh, I I know Jeff already said it, but for the people that are watching still on Instagram, guys, go check us out on YouTube. It's in high def. Uh, It helps the algorithm. It helps the podcast. And like like Jeff was saying, you're actually going to get us, or you're actually going to get to see the list, the actual list. Here's the list. So, yeah. uh, again, thanks to producer Jen for putting together something a little bit better than just a plain old word document. Uh, so we've got the list. Top 10 horror villains of all time. Guys, we usually have a set of criterias that are defining of what the top 10 is going to be all about. As Noah is asking, how do you define horror, though? How do you define horror? Well, I mean, oh, boy, how do you define horror? Now we're getting deep because I'm still oh. trying to define a horror villain. If we go all the way down to what is horror, um, you know what? I, I will let Jen start on her, what she thinks her criteria are. She's the expert on the horror, guys. That's why she's here. So you tell us what the main criteria is of what would make horror and what would make a horror villain. Okay, we are don't put all in trouble on. if I'm the expert. Um, I think, and we talked about this over the last couple of weeks, actually. We can talk about maybe how we got here. And this is how you guys had uh, some list and Rob shows up at your house (laughs) and said, Jen, we can make a better list than that. And I said, hell yeah, we can. But what do I know? I don't know stuff you guys know. I know blood and guts and that's about it. So that's how we're here. Horror for me is hard to distinguish from uh, thrillers. So that was our big thing is what's a horror and what's a thriller. And then once you get beyond thriller, well, what's a psychological horror? What's a psychological thriller? What's sci-fi? And so I think horror is more of a feeling we get as an audience where we feel shocked. We are disgusted. Um, There's blood and guts usually, which, you know, we dread and we disgust. Um, and, And that fear and that feeling And I think there's a lot of genres, especially thrillers, where you can have a little bit of both. So um, some movies, uh, I'm not going to name them because I think we're going to touch on them in my list, where it can breach both. It could be a horror and sci-fi, and I'm not sure which one it sits in more. It could be a horror thriller and lean more towards thriller. I think for me, it's horror elements. It's, was I scared shitless? Did I get that feeling in my gut? At one point, did I think, what sicko came up with this? That, to me, is what makes it horror. Now, we did talk before the podcast started, guys, is we are going to broaden the scope a little bit on this one because we've narrowed the scope on this one. We're talking about horror villains specifically. This isn't just the top 10 heroes across all media of all time or top 10 villains. This is strictly horror. So because we've narrowed the focus of what we're going to be ranking, we've actually broadened the scope of what is considered a horror villain. So like I think what we've done in previous podcasts and the previous list, we kind of just kind of got there together. So I think we're probably going to do the same thing here. We'll just collectively decide what's going to be considered to be a horror villain, but we're not going to be as persnickety as we were, I think, on the previous ones where it can't be this or it can't be that because we're only talking about horror. Is Predator a horror? It is in this case, I think. So we're we're gonna we're gonna work on that assumption. Is is as long as we all agree, we're gonna be good with it. So, 
So okay, uh, so Rob, I'm I'm gonna uh, uh, give you the chance here for nobody to spoil it for you. So I'm gonna give you the first pick before somebody else says it. Me, Rob. Uh, so get it out now so we can talk about it. I mean, you're making a big assumption as to who I'm gonna pick here. Well, you know which one I want you to say because I will spoil it for you. <laughs> So you want me to throw Predator on the list? No, that's, oh, that's not at all who I thought you oh, were. Oh, that's what I thought you were talking about. Okay, well, we're going to... All right, I know what you're talking about then. We're going to throw Michael Myers on the list. That's how we're going to be opening salvo. And if well, that, wow, that okay. Thinking, I'm throwing wow. it on the list because it just came out of my mouth. Big wow. Big boy, uh, right away. Like, right away. Right away. Uh, why don't you show off that mask, by the way? We can't see it on neither the uh, Instagram or the StreamYard for some reason. Uh, yeah. Oh, there. Oh, there, it is. there, there, there he is. It is. In the back. Hey. Can't see him. Well, you can't, can't see, see him on, on the Instagram, Instagram but I yeah. love that. On YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Good old William. Yeah, the fantastic, I mean, I fantastic want, Michael but... Myers mask. Yeah, um, cool. you know, I, I listen for me. Michael Myers is kind of the epitome. He's number one on my list. Um, I would have a hard time seeing how you could surpass Michael Myers just in the scary factor in the impact he's had culturally Michael Myers read Michael Myers and I said this yesterday and Jen will quote me Michael Myers for me is the Patrick Roy of horror movies the Patrick sorry, Roy the, the goaltender so nicely Patrick Roy the goaltender redefined yeah, yeah, yeah. how so the position sandwich? of goalie was Listen to what I'm saying. I have no idea what that is. Patrick Roy. Gravy and cheese. I, don't, I love gravy and cheese. That's my favorite. That's I love it so much. That's good. Excuse me, Mr. Waiter. Could I have the Patrick Roy? <laughs> I don't. going to kill you. Okay. Are you talking about Pat Roy, the goaltender? Is that who you're The goaltender. All right. All right. All right. All right. So uh, let's call him Pat Roy, like you called him. Pat Roy redefined how you played the position of goaltending. Mike Myers redefined what it was to be a slasher movie. Um, it's going to be hard, I think, to to top. I mean, he's had more movies than anybody else. I disagree. So some stats. Let's just Uh, thirteen Halloween movies. He arguably set the tone for slasher films to this day. Disagree. Uh, the okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we can get into that. Yeah, well, you know we're gonna have to because I got some words in this, right? So <laughs> they're still making, they're still copying that movie to this day. Forty-five sure. years, um, and so many franchises wouldn't exist without Michael Myers, perhaps including what's on JS's head. Hundred percent. So my only two takeaways from that is I don't think he's the progenitor of the slasher film. I think I think there's another another film and another guy that predates Michael Myers. Without whom, oh, there is. Without, there is. I know who you're going to probably say. Without but. whom, you probably would not have Michael Myers. Um, in fact, I think they even use the same weapon. Um, my only issue with Michael Myers, from a purely horror perspective, is that there's no. I shouldn't say there's no psychology to it, but he's he's referred to as the shape for a reason. Essentially, it's it's a coverall and mask. He's not speaking. He's not necessarily getting to your head. He's not. There's no. The only psychology is the fact that he's a guy that wants to kill people and his family or whatever. But there's the horror comes just from the the imminent death and the creepiness, not mm-hmm. from. 
he's not a guy that's getting into your head and, and freaking you the fuck out first. He's just a guy with a knife that's trying to stab you. So it's for me at the end of the day. No, man. Have you watched the original like, Halloween lately? Because man, my heart was racing. Like we were watching it this week, and there's the that one film scene. is fantastic. The film is John Carpenter is a fucking genius, but Michael Myers himself. The, the way it's filmed gets your heart racing. Michael Myers himself, I feel, does not just because, again, he's just a, a he's just a guy with a knife at the end of the day. Like, he's not messing mm-hmm. with anybody's minds or heads. He's just there to kill people. So That's a yeah. very good point. I, I yeah. know exactly what you're saying. There's other yeah. ones we're going to talk about later who mm-hmm. excelled at that. Sure. But, hey, man, it's number one so right he, now. He's on so the list. He, yeah. I just wanted to get him on there. That's really why I'm here is to put some people on the list that I couldn't get on the last list. And no, by all means. Yeah, we've got uh, Sam is on Instagram. Uh, hi, Sam. How you doing? We've got G-Ready Prince. I'm sorry. Yep. I forget your name now. Uh, he is also on the gram. Hey, guys, come and check us out on YouTube. Uh, we've got a bunch of people here now, and uh, we've got the comments going. And uh, we've already got Rob arguing with people in the comments, so, you know. <laughs> Uh, I'm not arguing. Start. He's asking a question. <laughs> I was informing. I'm telling them why I'm right. Uh, oh, there we go. There we go. Uh, so we were talking about Michael Myers. Uh, uh, Jen, did you did you want to? Holy fuck, Sam! I'm telling you right now. I see one more hashtag justice for Biff. You're getting kicked out of this goddamn show. Justice for Biff, bud. I, uh, you know what? Justice for Michael. <laughs> I still need to make a T-shirt, a Justice for Biff T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hello, friends. Hello, Victoria. Get your ass over onto YouTube. We're watching there. Anyways, yes, yes. Continue. So, Jennifer, uh, did you have anything you wanted to, you know, add to no. the Michael Myers thing? I, I agree. He's up there. Um, he doesn't have the highest kill count. Um, he is silent, so he's a silent killer. Um, he has a huge presence, though, and I think that's... There's, so there's two things with Michael Myers. One is his presence. He's physically large. He's everywhere where you think he's not, uh, and he's unkillable. Well, almost unkillable, but I mean, no, he's unkillable because he's still technically alive. <laughs> um, so... I mean, he's a he's a he's a beast. Um, he's not my number one, but I think he's up there. I think there's one or two that could that could beat him. Um, I would love to see instead of a Freddy versus Jason, I would like to see Michael Myers take on someone. I would love to see a crossover with him. For sure, mm-hmm. for sure. I think mm-hmm. why one of the questions I was thinking earlier is why, like, why did Michael Myers become so huge? Because it was just a cheap indie film when it was made in the seventies. It did not have a big uh, budget. And um, I think why he became so big is because they took a lot of what up until that point had been slasher films and kind of B movies. And they, they brought it to our homes. They made it more relatable. It wasn't just a cabin in the woods. It wasn't some Western town in the middle of nowhere. It was the house down the street. And I think that made it more relatable. They put a mask on him that really, when you look at the mask, is not grotesque. It doesn't have blood and 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 um, uh, scars and stitches. It was a. It's a very plain you know, disfigured William Shatner mask. So I think in a way they made it more relatable. Like this could actually be a killer next door. And I think that is what made that genre and Michael Myers explode. 
So in terms of popularity and the effect on pop culture, he's top three for sure. Absolutely. Michael Myers made you afraid to walk down your own street. He certainly made yeah. you want to lock your door at night. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's okay. Unless, he'll still find his way in. <laughs> let's not forget, too, like yeah. you are talking about, you know, John Carpenter is, is who, who directed the first film. And even though it was a low-budget film, John Carpenter is a master, a mm-hmm. masterful filmmaker. So not only do all those points resonate, but the film itself, even for a low-budget indie film, is shot and done mm-hmm. so, so well. That even yeah. as some of the subsequent films were not as good, you can still build on that first amazing, amazing movie, which I think you're going to find is fairly common with a lot of these, is that that first look is what really grabs you for a lot of our picks. And then as subsequent things come out, maybe they're not as good, but it just reinforces what you've already seen and know. And sometimes too, especially with Michael Myers, they even try to kind of build out little pieces at a time. Like you learn a little bit more about him in this film, but just a little bit. And in the next film, you learn a little bit more and it kind of keeps you like those little breadcrumbs keep you coming back for more, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Myers is a John Wick for horror. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean it's it's hard to argue, right? You just, he's unstoppable, right? That's the thing also about, Michael Myers is is just, doesn't matter what you do, he just keeps coming. He always keeps coming, right? Uh, no. No. And there definitely no. was that transition from this scarred little boy's psychopath in a mental hospital, just wanting to get revenge on his family or anybody in his hometown, to now he's got superhuman strength. <laughs> Like he's picking people up with a single finger. He's slashing through people. He's taking bullets and coming back. So all of a sudden, are we actually dealing with this tortured little boy grown into this twisted man? Or is he something else? Is he, does he have a demon? Does he have superhuman powers? And maybe that's the mystique of it and why we love him and we're so invested. Pure evil. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a good segue to, you know, just like Jason, right? Uh, Jason. Is this your sorry? pick? Put him on the list. Put him on the list yes. if that's your pick. Let's Jason do it. is my first pick. Yeah. And, Does he you go know, above or below Michael Myers? Well, I think he goes below. For me, anyway, I think he has to go below. Jason is kind of an imitation of Michael Myers. Without Michael Myers, there is no Jason. But again, Jason is a character who wasn't even really part of the first movie, right? Like in the first movie, you Not only see him as at the end. Just the very last kill, it's him. The rest of the movie, it's his mother that's the killer in the original Friday the 13th. For right? cult, yeah. for, for, for cultural significance, do you do you feel, though, that, that Michael Myers is, is a more well-known, copied, parodied, known villain more so than Jason Voorhees? Yes. I, you think so? Yeah. You think so? You think the hockey mask? You think that the Michael Myers mask is a, is a more iconic visage than than the hockey mask? I feel like that's a good question. Yeah. I, I, I just, mean, there's. I feel like Jason is a wannabe Myers. You're not wrong, guys. And JS is absolutely right. Without Michael Myers, there is no Jason Voorhees. But as far as impact goes, I I I, I don't know, man. Friday the Thirteenth and Jason is—it's just so—it's—it's it's been parodied so many times as a video game, a very popular video game that came out. And so I doing a little bit of research, and uh, Jason Voorhees is, has an MTV Lifetime Achievement Award. 
That's what I mean. Like, Wait, say yeah. what now? There's there's only three fictional characters they gave a lifetime achievement award to. One was Godzilla, one was Chewbacca, and one was Jason Voorhees. Wow. So they, yeah. That hockey mask, man, I'm telling you, like it's so crazy relevant. Like as soon, Jay, 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 as soon as you put that on, nobody needs to tell anybody what you're doing. Like it's Wow, okay. So you guys are saying he goes above. Okay. <sighs> it's I it's mean, I don't know, bad. but he's certainly in top three. Okay. I mean, he hands he's down got... has the highest kill count. He has Michael for sure. Myers for kill count for sure. Yes. But even like when you look at like Scream, like Scream is essentially like a lot of like the rules that they talk about for like getting killed in a horror movie come from the Friday the 13th movies more so than the Halloween movies. You know what I mean? I like, would the... argue that Scream, especially the beginning of the first one, is more based off of how uh halloween the first halloween but. he's talking about like if you if if you have sex you're going to get killed that was very much from well i guess it was actually from both both genres or whatever but it's the Jason, whole like the phone the phone aspect of it right the call from a stranger the both movies started the same way anyway thor is worthy of saying myers than jason and then william antler saying jason is the all-time horror icon so are we have another one of those like joker darth vader type things I, I, think, kind of, I think i think so i think so interchangeable yeah, I uh, I'm fine leaving it like that for now. I'm I'm not gonna invest too much time in arguing. All right, all right, fine. Okay. All right, whose turn is it? Uh, uh, who picked the first one? That was Rob, and then it yes. skipped to me. So yeah. if we're going this way, and then so that would be Jen. Let's go, producer Jen. Jen, are we going team. number ones? Am I putting in my number one now? Is this you can put you do whatever you want? Whoever you want. Rules, Jen. Do whatever you want. Okay, my number one. And I talked about this uh, earlier on Instagram, and nobody guessed it. Nobody touched on it until we sat here, and Jeff blew the whistle on me. My oh, number one spiller? top horror villain of all time, and I'm going back to the top villains of all time who should have been number one, is Dracula. <laughs> I want to suck your blood. We have a bean spiller, guys. I, I will die on that hill. Dracula uh, is the number one horror villain of all time. He beats everybody on any criteria you want to pull out. Go on, pull out a criteria. I bet you Dracula I, Ash, will beat. I actually agree with you. Dracula. Because she knows what's right. And so Dracula, I mean, he's been <laughs> in every media you could think of. He's the oldest. I don't even have to ask about the kill count. I mean, he has a whole race after him. So, I think I just, I well, yeah, but he's not responsible for all those kills, right? Like he kills one person, that person kills another person. You know what I mean? And it's yeah, it's like but, the biggest pyramid scam in the world. Yeah, right? exactly. It's yeah, the yeah. original pyramid scheme. <laughs> he's, <laughs> yeah, he's he's not he's not a vampire. He's a, a multi level marketer. That's all it is. It's fine. <laughs> he's like the herbal life of uh, of horror films. I love it. Agreed for Dracula. It. Megan is saying on uh, on the old Instagrams there. Uh, she says agreed for Dracula. Yeah, Dracula's impact again. You you can't really you can't really minimize can't it, it, right? It's now, the entirety of the vampire lore that's been for over a hundred years is all based on that original novel, and everything that has spawned from it has all come from that original novel, right? So it's. Yeah, I think I read there's 200 movies came from inspired out of that. So yeah. if we're saying, you know, Michael Myers has three <laughs> movies, Dra Dracula is over 200. 
Dracula has a really bad temper. Oh, shit. Stop it. <laughs> well, Erica I, Adam It's that native on, guy uh, is online, and he made another joke earlier, yeah. and, and, and I missed it. I was going to say it. And Thanks, then, Dad. Erica on Instagram is saying, my only question is uh, if he's a villain or a monster. And I know you've just joined us. So we've decided for this one, we were kind of, because we've narrowed the scope of, of what we're waiting, because it's topped in horror villains, we've kind of opened up the criteria more so. And I know you guys were like really, really, really hardcore about the criteria, but we're not going to get as caught up. If if we agree that it's a villain from a horror franchise, then that's what we're going to go with. So I know that's going to grind your teeth, but you're just going to have to grin and bear it with us. So. But I would argue that he used to be human and then was infected and turned into Dracula, which is no different than Jason or Michael starting off as human, something happening, and then gaining these extra powers or demonic possessions or whatever you may call it. So I would say Dracula is no different than them two. In that case, I revoke my question. Dracula gets no argument from me <laughs> on the old, the old Instagrams there. So put him on the list. Yeah, so Thor is worthy. Is 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 saying it, giving us a couple good arguments here. Uh, for one, just hey, yeah. for Christ's sake. Yeah, I mean, he's got his own cereal. <laughs> Ooh, scary. <laughs> My only argument, I think, against myself on Dracula is horror. And what we talked about earlier is about that intense fear and disgust. And I feel like in its time, when it first came out at the turn of the century, the turn of the 20th century, that was brought to a public that that was terrifying. They had never seen this in action in front of them. That was horrifying. And then we go through the decades and yeah he's scary but he's not really terrifying and then we make this teenage love romance crap and and everyone hates vampires and then i don't know if you guys have seen the netflix dracula that bbc came out with a couple of years ago during the pandemic it was fantastic and i feel like that went back to when dracula was more primal uh, more religious, uh, and it was fantastic. And that, that showed me the horror from Dracula again, that I feel like in the last couple of decades, we haven't really, we've been getting from vampires, but not necessarily Dracula. This is the I one mean, where getting... it's uh, three short stories, right? Like three mini movies, basically. It's a TV series, yeah. And he goes against um, uh, Agatha Van Helsing. Yeah who's a nun yeah. and he's standing at the gates against these nuns. And I mean, he rips the head off a nun for God's sakes. Yeah. That was, was a fantastic show. It was, it was awesome. And, and, and I don't remember his name that the, the guy who played Dracula, I think he's, he's European of some descent. I can't remember where he's from, uh, but he's just fantastic. Like he needs to come over, come over here and do some movies. Cause he was amazing. I think, like we like we've been saying from the top of the podcast, I think as long as all four of us can come to a consensus that he's a horror villain, then he's a horror villain. You know what I mean? Like I don't, mm -hmm. I I would agree that Dracula is a horror villain for sure. Yeah, uh, I nowhere says I think the issue with Dracula is that he's been romanticized to the extent that he's now the hero or the anti-hero. This is true of much of the new media. It, it is. Uh, I don't disagree that they've romanticized the whole vampire thing and and. But again, I don't think that you can just look at the one version of Dracula and say, 
that's one this iteration. This is the whole of Dracula, right? So I think we got to be careful there. I do agree he's a horror villain. Um, I wouldn't agree that he would be number one, but I'm assuming I don't have much of a choice. So no. I'm going to just... <laughs> No, yeah. no, apparently, apparently I'm not you do not. Fight this one either, yeah. 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 I, I, I could, but this podcast would go very late, so I'm not going to. Yeah. So yeah. then, <laughs> then you go. Now, that's not, to, we're only three in. Like, that's not to say someone can't supplant him at the top spot. We're, 100%. we're just starting, right? I will fight you. 100%. We'll, we'll fight. Do you think I'm afraid of you? <laughs> I am, but I'm am. still willing to fight. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's keep going. Oh Number boy, four. Jeff! I mean, Let's you're up Jeff. anyway, so you okay. might as well uh, get it right. started. So there. So for me, the slashers uh, really started with Norman Bates, as opposed to Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees. Uh, Norman Bates from uh, Psycho, um, Alfred Hitchcock, the you know the master of horror during his time frame. Um, yeah, I don't like I said, even with the big butcher knife, uh, like it's it's hard to argue that that the, the modern slasher flick came from from psycho that's like not only did you get all the psychological things in psycho which i think are very important uh his relationship with his mother him wearing the wig the whole nine yards um but yeah just that the way hitchcock shot horror in general was was just so atmospheric and so put you in that spot where people wouldn't shower after watching so they were they were afraid to shower after watching that movie and to this day you get people that will still make references or it gets parodied all the time where someone will yank across a curtain and they've got like a banana or whatever and they're like ee! like it gets parodied constantly because of how iconic that film and that scene was and that's all norman bates so i think uh, that's my pick anyway i think he should be on the list i don't know where he goes probably below the other three but I think it's important to realize that we wouldn't probably have Voorhees or Myers without without Norman Bates. I think you're right. To me, that's when Slasher started was with Psycho, uh, mm-hmm. for sure. However, I would argue that Psycho would be more on my list of top horror movies of all time. And I think it's beautifully shot and it's very well written. However, I don't think he is the face of a horror villain in the sense that if you showed his picture to anyone off the street, I think you're going to have a lot more people not know who he is. I don't think he's as popular. I think the shower scene is very popular. I think the music, the re, 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 that's more popular. I think the film itself is very popular and as a horror, but I don't know if he would be my top. And I fought myself with this. I don't think he, Norman Bates, would be a top horror villain only because you lose that. uh, I'm not sure his face and his doing is really at the forefront. I think think, music and cinematography are what made that movie. I think think the TV show Bates Motel helped with that a lot. It was was Mm -hmm. quite a popular show. So yeah. um, I think that helped bring the focus back to Norman Bates himself. I think anybody from our era, if you show a picture of Perkins, everybody everybody says, well, that's Norman Bates. But you're right. In new media, you probably wouldn't get... Anyone different... under 30 may not recognize him. 100%. Uh, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, Bates Motel was kind of a waste of time. Psycho was great. Yeah, it depends. I know people that absolutely love Bates Motel. So it's just, you know, it's it, to each their own, right? Um, but yeah, I hey, man, he can go all the way down to 9 or 10 at this point. I mean, at now he would be 4. So, yeah, put him at four. I had him bit. on my list, and I found mm. as the more I talked myself around these characters, 
he ended up falling and falling and falling. And I think, um, like I said, I, I would say that that movie has a better argument than that character. Nope, that's absolutely fair. So he will probably get bumped from the list, but I want to make sure we recognized where this sort of all started as far as that goes. So, And I, I agree with you on that. Psycho is the first slasher. Yep, I would agree with you on that one. Anyways, speaking of, I believe it's Rob the Bad Guy's pick since we've picked four and he picked first. My mm-hmm. pick. Yeah. Okay, so this is where we can't get too hung up on the criteria. And I had a little bit of a discussion with JS on, JS on this one, whether or not it was horror or not, but I got to put Xenomorph on the list or throw it out there for discussion. Not all of them were horror. The first one might have been uh, a horror. Oh, there's no might. That first movie is a horror movie. There's, there's That's no a horror question. movie. No yeah. question. Uh, they're not all horror movies, but... <laughs> no. That first one, 100%. And you could argue the third one, a hundred percent as well. Yeah, so it's not very good, but it really tried to capture that true. The first one, right? So yeah, so Xenomorphs have to be on the list. The whole franchise. Um, They're scary as fuck, man. Like I, they are. I mean, are you kidding me? So there's eight movies in that franchise, including two crossovers Mm. with Predators. So a lot of what I uh, assembled here was sort of, I counted the number of films as well. Just mm. throw that into criteria. Perfect. Keep throwing that in. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> they had uh, eight movies in total, two that were crossovers with the Predator franchise. So Xenomorphs. Instantly recognized. I'm a huge fan. I mean, I don't know if it's showing on the, uh, on the, on the screen, but I've got, you know. No, of course. Alien Instantly recognized. Everybody knows. Here. I think yeah. I'm going to put a giant Xenomorph tattoo on my arm. That's going to be Do it. So. That's a big one for me. Yeah, I 100% agree. Much more than Predators, actually. I mean, I know somebody mentioned Predator earlier. I think, Jeff, it was you. I don't know that I would consider Predator horror. If we get there, we'll get there. that's more action sci-fi than horror. I I agree with you guys 100%. I don't think it's horror either. But But Aliens, especially the first movie, 100% a horror movie. They're still scary Uh, as fuck. Dude, they are for sure. Scary. Again, that first movie, the friggin' like, you watch that movie and tell me your heart rate doesn't shoot up to like friggin' through the roof. Like it's it's a fucked up movie. Um, when the first chestburster comes out, you don't know what to expect. Like it just comes out of the blue, right? When you've never seen the movie and and, and that happens, it sets the tone for the rest of the movie for me anyway. Uh, in fact, they didn't tell some of the cast, in particular the supporting cast, how much blood was going to be involved with John Hurt and the the initial chestburster coming out. So when they're getting covered in all this arterial spray blood, the reactions you're seeing on their faces are real because they weren't told it would be that much blood and it would spray out all over the place. So when you can, the people that are in on it are that looking that scared and fucked up, I think, <laughs> yeah, I think you've done a pretty good job. So... Yeah, no, I'll put them on the list, man. I would, I would probably put them at at, at fourth. I yeah, I would bump. underneath the the top three there. Underneath my here. Yeah, yeah. Are you good with that? I'm good with that. I'll be better with the English spelling. <laughs> oh, alien! <laughs> like Patrick, Patrick, what? There we go. Yeah, and the only thing I can really add to that, because I'm not a huge sci-fi person, as soon as any movie goes sci-fi, you've lost me. I've checked out. Uh, I love a good Stephen King 
movie, even though there's not many of them. But as soon as that twist comes in that it's sci-fi, I'm gone. So I'm not a huge um, alien or, or predator fan. The one thing I can say I'm impressed with is what I tried to do a little homework. And I thought, you know, horror movies tend to get crapped on because they're not that great of movies, right? They're B movies. Uh, the Alien was not a B movie. <laughs> Sorry? Alien was not a B movie. It was a big no, blockbuster. No, let, let... I'm saying in general, the genre. Oh, right? I see. doesn't get a lot of respect in the industry. So I thought, how many horror films or films that do identify as horror have won awards. Uh, Alien and Aliens are the only horror movie or movie that identify as horror that's actually won Oscars, like each movie, oh, like that really? franchise has won twice. There's only like 12 movies that have ever won Oscars. Alien won it one year and then Aliens won it another year. Do you know what you they know won it for? Is it fucking dope. Yeah, like, so uh... Alien... Alien in 1979 won for best visual effects, <laughs> and Aliens in 1986 won for best sound editing and visual effects. Okay, which I think is a huge that's feat because in an cool. industry that shuns them, I think that's pretty impressive. So yeah, I will Smokey, give them that. Smokey Jam on Instagram is asking for a recap of the list here. So for our Instagram people, we got Dracula at number one, Jason Voorhees at number two, Michael Myers at number three. We have just put the Aliens or Xenomorph at number four, and Norman Bates at number five. And the list grows. Mm, halfway through. <laughs> All right. So who's next, Jess? Oh, I'm next. You are I, next. I, I, I can't believe this one hasn't been said already. We're already at number five, and Frankenstein's monster hasn't been mentioned at all. Um, you know, I know Frankenstein's monster's not, you know, a big slasher type you know, character, but for me, he stands in the same realm as Dracula, right? It's one of those stories that's so old, that stood the test of time, that has been retold hundreds of times and has been spawned into a, a bunch of different types of movies, like William here is saying, Chucky, who is a direct, basically, uh, you know, correlation or direct spinoff or whatever you want to call it, imitation of... Frankenstein's monster, um, yeah, I, I I feel like it spawned its own genre of of horror films. So again, I don't know where Frankenstein goes on the list, but I think he belongs on the top ten. I think so. <laughs> don't everybody don't everybody speak up at once? All right, I'm so good. Go ahead, Jen. I think he he needs to be on a list. Uh, I don't know if he would be on my top 10. I think if we were top 20 or 30, yes. Uh, the problem I have is the villains. And I just, I, I don't see the examples of fear and disgust and killing and gore and shock from Frankenstein's monster as we do some of the other characters. I think... There's too many other characters that we get that from that bumps him down. I think 60 years ago, he would have been on the list. But as far as impact goes, as far as cultural awareness goes, again, it's one of those things where it gets referenced ad infinitum all the time. There's you, you, you can't find a soul on the planet that if you don't say Frankenstein to that they don't know what you're talking about. 
So as far as like uh, iconic top 10 of all time, if we're looking at how rent-free the characters live in our heads and in our culture, Frankenstein's right up there with Dracula, right there with the Like mummy, how much right Frankenstein merch the is there for Halloween? Yeah, no, crazy town. Right. Crazy town. Countless movies, TV I mean, shows, I'll give you comic that. books, cartoons, serials, goes back parodies, over years, but the monsters. I mean, dude, That's like scary. you can we can sit here for an hour and just talk about how many things Frankenstein is directly in, and then JS's point as to how many things were inspired by every homunculus, every simulacrum, everything that was ever started out to be something else and was built into something big and bad. That's based on you wouldn't have it without Frankenstein. So it's yeah. I don't know, man. I think Megan it's, I think here basically <laughs> says, and, and she makes a good point, and I was hoping because somebody would make that point. She's Frank, Frankenstein, although I think she means Frankenstein's monster, isn't an actual villain. No, no, he's not. He's a tragic character, right? Yeah. And you're right. He's I not really. Yeah, he's not really a villain, right? Even, even by our loose definition, is he really an actual villain? Does he kill anybody? I feel like he kills some villagers, doesn't he? Before he kills a couple people, but um... no. If you guys don't want him on the list, we don't. If if we're gonna, I know we said we'd broaden the scope, but if you guys really feel like he is not a villain of any kind, then yeah, he wouldn't have a, he wouldn't have his place on the list. <clears throat> He's not on my list, but I'm just one one of the L. <laughs> All right, so Frankenstein is the Frankenstein's monster. Sorry, he is the first to get the boot. I tried, buddy. I tried to. I tried to. Oh, yeah, we we need a special effect. A special effect where, like, a sound for when tried, gets the like boot, a toilet right? flushing. If it yeah. makes you feel any better, and I didn't realize this coming into it, one of his, uh, one of the, you know, inspirations from Frankenstein is on my list, but I didn't know that it was inspired by Frankenstein until this moment in time. So. There's still some uh, Frankenstein-inspired uh, aspect to our list. Yeah, Keith, who's joined us on YouTube, is saying Frankenstein's monster is more of a victim than a villain. I would agree. Um, yeah, a hundred percent. Just like Ultron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alrighty, uh, who's next? Who's next? Uh, Jennifer, you are next. Aren't you next? No. <laughs> no, I just chose Frankenstein. That got bumped off the list. Um, I'm going to go with my next one. It's not my favorite one. I think it's an obvious one, but I'm going to go with my number four, uh, who is Freddy Krueger. Friday the 13th, or Nightmare on Elm Street, sorry. Good pick. He's, he's got to be on, on the list. Um, he's got nine movies, so not as many as the other guys, not as many kills. Um, but I think... What Freddy did for me, and he was one of the first, actually, I watched all the Nightmare on Elm Street before I saw Friday the 13th and Halloween. So that was one of the first franchise horror franchises that I watched all of them when I was younger. And I thought it was so psychologically messed up that this villain could kill you in your dreams and it's such a simple concept. But I remember when I was younger thinking that was so messed up, like, I can't even go to sleep. Uh, which I thought was fantastic. However, uh, I feel like Wes Craven put in this weird comedy mm-hmm. um, angle into those films in that franchise. Um, and for some films it worked. It didn't work for me. Like as soon as Freddy 
makes one of those jokes um uh you know like the wet dream joke you've lost me like i i go from being like oh my god what's gonna happen to wah, wah, really so <laughs> i love freddie i love the concept um I, 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 he, he's not my number one. I would put him lower on the list, but he's in my top 10 for sure for, of all time. Uh, and, and I would argue to all the fan expo and Comic-Con folk who have seen some graphics, the only horror character who's represented on the fan expo unite logo is a Freddie hand. So I would argue he's got to be up there because out of only a few iconic hands, Freddie is one of them. So so to me, he's in the top 10. Where he falls in that, that top 10, I could be a little fluid on that. I would agree with that. You're right. He had nine films, TV series, novels, comic books. He would pass the Robbie's grandma test. He would pass my kid's <laughs> yeah. test. Too, oh. too, too many iconic things, right? The hand mm -hmm. and the glove, the fucking rhyme. Yeah, he's coming for you. You know what I mean? Like, there's no like, fucking way. So, dude, I, I get what you're saying with the jokes, but he's on the list, and he should be pretty damn sure. high. Like, I would put him under Myers and above the Xenomorphs if it's me. Too yeah, iconic. I, I, yeah, I, I agree. If I you're 30 if years or older, you know who Freddy Krueger is. Yeah, there's I agree. No, you can't even argue his cultural impact. It's massive. It's we ma all went to it? school singing that rhyme. Everybody. We all went to <laughs> of, of the of the the past two or three different sort of age groups knows who that is it gets there's no question so even the fucking sweater like dude mm -hmm. yeah he's yeah. gotta go on the list i would say sure. number four personally but what do you guys think i would agree is my number four on my list bumped alien for that one yeah yeah and i agree um i mean nobody's know, I, doing sexy aliens for halloween they're doing sexy freddies though I, you're right you can still do it rob you can still do it um i feel like there's also you know i i get what you're saying jen that the the, the the comedy took you out of it but the comedy made him different you know what i mean the comedy the the one-liners is what set freddie from other slashers apart for me anyway yeah killed you in your dreams and that was neat but it was the one-liners that made it fun for me anyway, right? It wasn't just a scary slasher movie. It was a fun scary slasher movie. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't know. But I, I agree number four, 100%. Uh, William Antler is one of my favorite characters. Sorry, he's one of my favorite horror movie characters. Yeah, he's amazing. Uh, anybody else want to chime in on uh, Freddy? Are we done? We've uh, all nope. agreed, and we move on. Is that it? He's a, he's a Nikon. That's it. Let's we all on. know it. All yeah. right. So, uh, so Jeff, we're back on you. Uh, we have such sights to show you. I I have to say, Pinhead. Um, mm -hmm. which by the way, the 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 author of the books they were based on, Clive Barker, fucking hates that term for that character. In the original <laughs> works, the character was referred to as the Hell Priest. Uh, and I am going to throw something out there real quick for you guys, too. If anybody's still kind of like all up in arms and freaking it over the fact that in the newest iteration that it's played by a woman in the books, uh, the hell priest is sexless. There is no you can't. Mm -hmm. It's androgynous. You can't tell if it's if it's a man or a woman. Apparently so, the new uh, one's amazing. 
the new one is quite good. It, there are some pacing issues, but it's still better than any of the sequels that came after the first one. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, we'll tear your soul apart. We have to show you that that visage of uh, I think Douglas Bradley's original actor that that had the pins in his head. Just again, iconic. Not as many films. I understand that, but again, from a certain era or genre, everybody knows what that look is. It's parodied. It's yeah, the priest or the hell priest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Noah's got it. Noah's what I'm talking about. <clears throat> um, yeah. Never think of Painhead as Megan is saying on the on the Instagrams there. Yeah, yeah. And if I hadn't just watched, but Hellraiser was like, and especially with Clive Barker's horror, it was like a a new kind of like what Jen was talking about earlier. Like like Barker's level of gore and depravity and mm-hmm. like the Cenobites and 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 Pinhead like rended flesh and it was just so visceral and so in your face about it it just really sets your teeth on like there's nothing redeeming about any of it and they I mean and when the Cenobites come get you when you're doing the fucking puzzle box they take you to hell and they just torture you horrifically for eternity like it's just so it brought together, yeah, Noah's got it. That's what I'm trying to put in. It brought together the slasher, psychological, and body horror into one movie. Yeah, it really did. So Yeah, it took the gore to another level. It really yeah. did. It's, yeah. There was a gore factor in you know, all the Hellraisers that I don't know we had seen before. It was just something out of this world. It was crazy. Yeah. We got Corey Carter online here saying Jesus wept. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I mean, yeah. I think it was in Bloodline where they skin the girl and they hang the skin with hooks. Yeah, it's and just, it's so, like, it just lives with you once you see it. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Some of it is just yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know where you guys would put them on the list. Um, yeah. I don't know where you guys would put them on the list. My, I would make an argument for five or six, but I mean, yeah, he would probably go at six for me. But where do you guys think? Where I'm gonna throw this out there right now and shock everybody. I've never once seen any Hellraiser movies, so I don't care where you put them. Do, yeah, but do you still know the character? <laughs> I know the character for sure. So that's my. That's, that's actually all I know. My point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's why I picked Pinhead specifically because even though you've never watched a single second of any of them, you still know the character that we're talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. And those so that's... never see fish hooks the same again. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, so William Antler is saying. Uh, so we got some. We got some votes right below Freddie. I'm hearing five uh, is what William Antler is saying. Thor's worthy is also saying five. Uh, that Valkyrie girl is actually saying six. The Cenobite chatterer is definitely high in the creep of matter. No shit, mm-hmm. dude. Good lord. And the other dude whose face is like, oh, God damn it. I'm freaking myself out. And I'm not even a horror <laughs> guy. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would say either five or six. Be yeah, I'm kind of at number five as well. Yep. <laughs> I know it's his fourth. Okay. For me, he would go around a six or a seven. Uh, only because to me, he's more of that trendy horror villain that when he's around, yeah, it's horrifying. And then he just falls off the face of the earth. Like no one talks about him. No one yeah. does any homage to him. No one does any costumes. I don't I have really, any. Yeah. I never even wanted to watch one of those movies. Yeah. So I think we need to make that point is that, you know, when, when you look at, at what Norman Bates and Psycho has done, what the Xenomorphs and, and the Alien franchise has done. 
can we say that the Hellraiser franchise and Pinhead have had a bigger cultural impact than these guys? Like, are they, like, can we really say that, again, if you show Pinhead to your grandma, does she know who he is? I hope not. I don't think I don't think Pinhead passes the, the grandma, grandma test. test. Do we do it? Where's, where's Robbie when we need someone call? Get Robbie on the goddamn phone. I mean, I was call shocked to learn how many movies that actually had. There's like eleven or or more. So let let, but, let me let me let me actually I think it's more of a cult Jen, following though. I don't know if Jen, it's really pop. Jen, culture. I'm going to use yeah. I'm going to use your hold on. I'm going to use your own argument against you, Jen. You ready? Okay, here we so go. So your argument for Norman Bates was if you flashed a picture of Norman Bates's face to people in the street, most people wouldn't get it. I guarantee you, if you show a flash a picture of Pinhead, most people's faces, they're going to know who that is. More than Norman Bates, yeah, probably. Yeah. Right. You're right. You're right. So as far and as... I did say six or seven, so put yeah. him at six. Yeah, I would six. agree with six. I I can. I yeah. can get behind that. I'm picking up what you're putting down, Jeff. Yep. Yep. I mean, I've seen three people doing cosplay pinheads this week. I've seen a ton of uh, of, of cosplay pinheads, but again, I I get what the argument is for that as well. Is it's not as in. It's not as in. It does fall in and out of favor based on whether or not the property is being actively worked or not. So you're you guys are 100. percent But that look is everybody knows what that is. It's iconic. So it's yeah. Yeah, the look is look. iconic for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, that's my pick. So we're back to Rob, I believe. Back to Rob. Hmm. Which one should I pick here? Um. Okay, so I'm gonna throw out uh, Jigsaw from the Saw movies. Yes. He's been and mentioned I a couple times in there this, for sure. Yep mentioned in the comments this ties back to a comment you made earlier with uh regards to the the psychological impact i don't think oh. i'm not an expert but pinhead i don't think killed anybody he doesn't have any blood on his hands technically sure did a lot of people die from the situations they were put into absolutely did he himself stab anybody what do you mean jigsaw yeah yeah not sure yeah, yeah. and that's probably what makes him one of the better psychological villains or the thriller. Weirdly, I've actually seen most of, if not all the Saw movies. And, and the funny thing about the Saw movies originally, the first couple especially, is, is the traps. You could get out of the traps. Mm -hmm. If you thought quickly and you were willing to even sacrifice something, you could technically get out of the traps. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, as the franchise went further, it got further and further away from that. And it just seemed to be how elaborate can we kill these motherfuckers? It's really what it came down. That's to. a good point. Yeah. So it really took it out of that. But initially it really was like his key phrase was, do you want to play a game? And that's what it was. And that's why it was so cool. But your point mm -hmm. stands. Did he actually, and are we talking about like the guy behind the doll? Are you talking about the doll? Are we talking, do you know what I mean? Like that's a hard one. Yeah. Cause I mean, the doll is, the face of that right but he wasn't the doll wasn't actually i will never right. look at tobin bell without seeing john kramer like he that man is that character for the rest of his life which is weird because spoiler alert doesn't he die in like the third film or third the one third? yeah third film he dies uh, how many songs have there been like nine, uh, eight, or eight. nine, or eight. Sorry, it had it had saw had eight sequels, so I guess nine. Nine. So think about it, guys. <laughs> it would be like yeah, it'd be like Jason dying in the third Friday the Thirteenth. They still made six more and only referenced him <laughs> moving forward from that. <laughs> How crazy is that? 
but yeah, this is a generational thing, right? This is similar to someone else. So what else you're saying is later. Jigsaw is technically not the villain of more Saw movies than he is. So he's only the villain of three Saw movies, and yes. the other six Saw movies, he's not a villain in. Correct. So he's he's a villain in less Saw movies than he isn't. Correct. He's he's the inspiration for those that continue his work, but it's not him. And I would argue mm. that, right, is he doesn't actually kill anybody with his own hands, but his own accord. He sets it up. And actually, in his mind, he doesn't see himself as a villain. Let's be honest. He doesn't think that he's a psychopath. He doesn't think he's the killer. You've killed yourself. He's put you in a situation where he's asking you to kind of check your ethics and your morals at the door and say, you know, if you don't respect your life, then you don't deserve a life. And you're going to be dying at your own hands. And like Jeff said, you can get out of this trap, right? And so I think there's some elements where I don't think he thinks he's a villain at all. I think he feels like he's more of a vigilante than anything. But I would argue he still created those traps. Like he's oh, still 100%. Of course. Yeah. He, 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 that's his reasoning. But, you know, unlike... Our the other, wall. like Dracula and Jason and Michael, I'm going out there to kill you. I don't think um, Jigsaw sought to kill people as more to teach them a lesson. And if you didn't learn your lesson, then unfortunately you don't deserve to live. That was his well, no. Reason. Don't they both die in the first movie? No. 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 no? Carrie Elwes lives. He he figures out essentially the the trap. He figures out. Yeah, he he. I he thought cuts, they both died for some reason. No, he no. he saws he he literally. It's called he saws his own. He cuts his own foot off to get out of yeah. the trap. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So he ultimately has to make a sacrifice to get out, but he does get out. Um, and it's revealed, of course, that Jigsaw's been in the room with them the entire time. So it's. Yeah, that's freaky, mm. eh? Because he's yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you think he's dead on the floor. Meanwhile, at the end, motivational he just gets up aside, he essentially still tortures people. Like even if you get out of a trap, you usually have to get out of a trap by like like sawing off your own fucking foot. Like he's still torturing <laughs> yeah. people, seemingly for his own whatever. Like, do you want to play a game? This isn't a game, motherfucker. I just lost my foot. Like I'm a I'm three inches shorter on one side now. Like what am I going <laughs> to yeah, do? Yeah, like the law would not be on his side. Like, no, he's going away for life. No. Like no. <laughs> No, and that mask and the fucking tricycle and everything. Like, I mean, the the puppet is the face of the killer. I think we have to agree that that, that yeah, we have to like kind of like I think they're one and the same. Mash them together. Yeah. yeah. So now, where is he on the list? Ah, that's tough because this. I do feel like the Saw movies are a bit moment in time too, right? For sure. I think, in my opinion, put them on the list at the bottom and see right. where it lands. Yeah, I would agree. I don't think you could beat what's on the list already, but. Let's throw it on the list and see how it goes. Yep, I would be good with that too. So, a eight. Red, yeah, yeah, yeah. A red swirl is iconic now because of saw. Yep, you're right. Yeah. And yeah, and he's saying that too. Seeing as most of his traps are timed or self-regulating, yeah, they, initially that's kind of how they started, and then, like I said, unfortunately, as the as the as the franchise grew, it kind of got away from that. It was just like, how yeah. cool can we make these gory traps killing people? So, saw is above Bates. Uh, you, you're entitled to your opinion, Noah, but it's our podcast and our list. <laughs> so, I've got a mini rant to go on about the baits, but I don't know if I save, save that for the end. We'll see who else comes on. Uh, no, by all means, on the list. 
first. Yeah. yeah, he'll probably get bumped off. So you you can probably. It's not so much the character; it's it's the inspiration for the character, right? It's the inspiration right. for the character is so many villains, but. <laughs> You mean so many villains are inspirations from Norman Bates? I agree with you. Anyways, no, uh, from Ed Gain. No, 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 I know. Yes, <laughs> from what? From actual, from actual killers. Yeah. Ed Gain, the actual oh, real yeah, life serial yeah, killer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inspired so many of what might end up on this list. Yeah, no, for Whose sure. Whose pick is it? Uh, I believe well, it's who Jigsaw. That would be right. That would be me. So, uh, so it's yeah. my turn. Chucky. Yes. We talked about him a little bit earlier. I mean, of course, Chucky is just a. Uh, Transposition for Frankenstein or transposition for evil possession of, of any kind of doll. There's Annabelle. There's a bunch of dolls that are, have been possessed. I feel like Chucky is not only the original possessed doll, but for me was always the creepiest just because of how he looked. Right? I mean, when you've got a doll like Annabelle that is made to look creepy is one thing. But when you look at Chucky before he starts killing people, he looks like a Cabbage Patch Kid. In the time of Cabbage Patch Kids, right? The yeah. Cabbage Patch Kids were huge. Listen, how many people did you know that had Cabbage Patch Kids after watching Chucky? They wanted nothing to do with those dolls. You I got, I mean? oh man, we got some dolls in the other room and that my wife got from a friend and they're old <laughs> dolls. I don't want nothing to do with them. Like fucking, I'm scared to go in that room. You bet Start your ass. <laughs> you bet your ass. Like, going. You bet your ass he is. <laughs> So, am I the only guy that found the Chucky movies just uh, just ridiculous? Like they got one hundred percent ridiculous, yeah. And they got more and more ridiculous the as they went. Doll. What do you like? It's 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 a foot and a half off the ground. Like who gives? It can't run. Why? How is? Sorry. Oh, he runs all right. Yeah, but I mean, come on, man. <laughs> I watched an interview with the uh, director on how he talked about how they had to ri- raise the whole set up to make it more realistic that you're fighting off this doll. And I think we achieved that. And I'm like, but did you? So but dumb. did you really? <laughs> and I, by the way, I just want to say, I love Brad Dourif, the gentleman that voices Chucky. Brad Dourif, to me, is is an icon all on his own. He's a Canadian actor. You mean the original movie Chucky? Original voice of Chucky, yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Just uh, what a, what an iconic guy in the roles he's played. But honestly, that I just found that yeah, just yeah, yeah. It's, uh, buy some baby gates and baby locks is what. <laughs> and, oh, just, just take the damn thing. Yeah, I just found it too ridiculous. And kind of what Jen's point was about um, who are we talking about? Freddy Krueger is is the comedy element was there too. But because it was already not like a scary proposition in the first place, I figured the comedy really did seem like it was just comedic at that point. You know what I mean? As opposed to with Freddie, where it was just part and parcel of what they were doing. I don't know, man. I'm going to leave this one up to you guys because I would not put Chucky on the list, personally. Yeah, Mark Kandel here says uh, Chucky is an ambush predator. Most of his kills aren't about going toe-to-toe. No, it isn't. You're right. Chucky always ends up killing you in the least expected possible way, right? Uh, which was kind of, again, part of the almost made it even funnier sometimes, <laughs> you know, and how and how he would kill you. Right. Um, yeah. Same Chucky is completely ridiculous. Same, same with the gremlins. Right. Another one that was funny, but you can't deny the impact that gremlins had on, in horror movies. Right. But top 10. No way. No so way. you think at this point, Chucky goes below Jigsaw. He's, oh, I think yes. Chucky's an honorable mention for the popularity, but in terms of like top tier villains, he wouldn't stand a chance. No, there's no way. Wow. Okay. 
Fuck Chuck. All right. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I'm. Uh, you got some good points, but again, I'm going to agree with JS here. I want. Oh. I want Chucky on the list. There was nine movies there. We'll just see how it lands, right? Yeah. You know, he has his own TV show. Yeah. Mark Hamill is the new voice of Chucky in the movies for crying out loud. Uh, he had a wife for Christ's sake. He had a wife. Bride of Chucky. Jennifer. <laughs> bride of Chucky. Uh, Jennifer, um, Jennifer Tilly was the yeah. voice of, of uh, the bride of Chucky. I think or whatever. Uh, yeah. I Fuck mean, <laughs> we're not talking about Oscar-winning performances here, right? We're talking about well done, iconic no, well done. horror villains. Uh, I will fight you on that. I agree with JS. We said whatever the con- whatever the consensus is. So if the consensus is that Chucky is is worthy to be on this list, Jen and I will just have to suck it up and take it. It's not. No. Uh, Stu, Stu on Instagram is like, wait, Gremlins is being considered horror? Well, according Hold to these up. fucking monkeys, apparently it is, because no, as far as I'm concerned, but uh, no. I'm not in control of the keyboard. Ah, okay. You know what? Hang on. Ed Whoa. just made a very, very good point. So Snowhawk Cosplay says, Chucky's a higher tier villain for the look alone. Just recognizable and will be around for generations. Exactly. And you're right. He's another one where... Okay, he may not pass the grandma test, but I mean, he probably would pass the eighty percent grandma test. I would think he would pass the grandma test. Yeah, terrible. All right, he's on the list. Look, he's right there at number nine. Perfect. Not yep. for long. See, I'm happier with this list than the first list. This is this is my kind of list. All right. <laughs> I'm happy. Well, you wanted to be involved after oh, yeah. you fucking hated our villain list. So here we go. I hated that. Put my pants on, Rob. You, you put the fucking Wicked Witch of the West on it, man. <laughs> Come Instantly on, recognizable for uh, generations of people. Oh. Yep. Yeah. In fact, we should put it on this list. Hold on. That's my, that's my next pick on this list, motherfucker. Wait till I drop that one. Oh, you know what? That that make she makes a list. Of out. Well, that's <laughs> not horror. That's not horror. Yeah. So she can't make this list. Uh. All right. Who's next? A better list. Uh, Jennifer. Is number one. Oh, Jesus, what? Jennifer. 100%. Oh, leprechaun. We made improvements here, people. Okay, so speaking of uh, the beginning of slasher films, um, there was a little bit of a break between Psycho and the next film. Uh, I, there was a time, I think about a week ago, that JS said that he felt that uh, Michael Myers and Halloween was like the beginning. And I said, no, there's no way. There's a, another slasher, low-budget indie film that came out that inspired uh, a lot of slashers and Rob, you kind of alluded to Ed Gein um, ish type of people. So my oh, pick for uh, he's number five on my list because he did F me up when I was a teenager watching yep. these, this film. Uh, and that is Leatherface. Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This is hands down what really got me into gore. Like, when I say, when you look at a film and you go, what's like a sick and twisted person came up with this? That was Texas Chainsaw Massacre to me. Uh, and it has inspired a lot, very similar. Um, I had to educate JS this past week on my friend Rob Zombie um, and, you know, House of, a, House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Um, I mean, it's just fantastic. Uh, I think the wearing of skin even though even the Leatherface himself may not be that recognizable, I think anybody wearing a bunch of other people's faces on their face, that's Leatherface uh, leather to them. So I think he's very recognizable. 
Um, and the newest um, version or, or whatnot on Netflix, um, as much as it was horrible writing and the storyline was horrible, I don't watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre for a great storyline or for great drama or for great acting. I want to see a chainsaw rip someone in half. I want heads ripped from bodies. That's what I go there to see. Uh, and that's what you get. So I thought it was well done in that respect. It gave me that horror and gore and shock. But it's not a great movie. Like the writing is horrible and the acting is subpar. But the killing was amazing. So for me, my number five horror villain is Leatherface. No. Gentlemen? No. Hello? So, <laughs> all right, I'll go. Um, I agree with you. Le- Leatherface belongs on the list. Um, and I knew, so you brought it up, Ed Gain, right? Inspired inspired Leatherface, inspired Norman Bates, inspired Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. So yes. I didn't want a list here that was filled with, five, you know, three or four characters filled with Ed Gain. But if that's how it's going to be, it's going to be. I definitely think it belongs on there, right? Like that serial killer inspired so many different movies and genres and like dozens of movies across all of them, uh, remakes, TV series. So Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Leatherface belongs on the list. I would put it above perhaps Jigsaw, but I'd also on my list, I have Leatherface slash Norman Bates slash Buffalo Bill. So I don't know. That's how I see it. It's too, I know I know we're not basing this on real life bad guys like the last villain list. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't want to have three different villains based off the same that one bad guy. But it's all it's it's similar in the argument for me to um, that was raised for Norman Bates. Whereas I feel like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is is really more the star of whatever's going on than Leatherface himself. Like, just the idea of what it is as opposed to Leatherface. I don't know if non-horror fans would recognize Leatherface himself. If you just say Texas Chainsaw Massacre, everybody on the planet knows what you're talking about. But if you just show it a picture of Leatherface, I don't know that a lot of people would actually get what you're looking at or what you're seeing. So I think the the... The idea is iconic and transcendent. I don't know if that specific character is as as much as. But, I mean, again, throwing it up to debate. JS, you're oddly quiet on this one. What do you think? I don't know what to think. I mean, I think you make a very good point in the same way that Bates Motel is is probably more iconic than Norman Bates himself. Um, Leatherface, though, doesn't have, like, a kill house he doesn't have a Bates motel right like i understand what you're saying about the whole well the name of the series the name of the franchise is bigger than mm-hmm. leatherface yeah the whereas chainsaw is when more you're iconic talking about you yeah the chainsaw yeah. is more iconic than leatherface whereas yeah. jason Voorhees is definitely more popular than friday the 13th it, you right. know what i mean right so right. I, I agree with you there um, I don't know where he goes on this list because I'm not going to lie. This is one story that I've never really been a fan of. So I've never watched a single minute of any of them. So well, we're just, I'm not sure I have either, to be honest with you. Yeah. Are if you, you I, I, I'm telling you right now, if you held up a picture of Leatherface, I would not know. That <laughs> yeah. That. Unless you told me that's who that was, I would not know. I'd be like, oh, oh yeah, it's another, it's another character I'm wearing sorry, skin on that, the face. Okay. Yeah. 
And especially too, right. I think lately too, I think if we were, because uh, the Valkyrie girl is saying eight or nine there as well. I think if you looked, I think I think this is one of those generational things. Because when did the original film come out? 70 like, something. Yeah. 44 years old. 74. So, right? sorry, 74. It came out 74. just a few years before Halloween. Hmm. And everyone thought Halloween was ripping off Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right. That's and, what my... and that's where I think that where Halloween took that kind of character, that silent, big monster who just wants to go around killing and really refined it so that audiences <laughs> could accept it more. Or at least easier. <laughs> my, my Michael on Instagram has a has a ranking spot for it. he said seventy four. No, no, no. He's telling he's saying when the when the movie came out. But I just oh. thought it would be a dick. Um, I mean, there might not be um, a Halloween without Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but they did it better. As far as cultural, uh, yeah. As far as cultural significance go, like like at the end of the for day, sure. do, where would we put them on the list? As far as like what people would know, like who who knows who Leatherface is compared to the characters that we have on there? I think you could probably make an argument for, yeah, probably seven, eight ish in around there. I would think, because I've never seen a single minute of any of them, but at least I know I know I couldn't pick them out of a lineup, but at least I've heard the name before, right? What so. we, yeah, I mean, I think he he. Uh, my reasoning for putting him over Jigsaw again, not because I'm a fan of either. Um, for me, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was one of the originals, right? Like mm-hmm. it was one of those ones that started a genre. Um, so it has t- for me to go at the very least below or above Norman Bates. Like they kind of go together. Again, like Rob was saying, they kind of go together for me. Would it yeah. satisfy everybody if we just included them? You know what? I I would be good with saying Paul Norman Bates. Like number 7, like <laughs> Norman Bates/ slash Texas Chainsaw Massacre/ slash Hannibal unless anybody's got them as their number 1. Like they're I don't know, to me they're all the same. It's funny because I don't look at Norman Bates and Leatherface as being the same at all. You could argue Buffalo Bill and Leatherface 100%. But I don't full transparency, I don't think I've seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre beyond one or two of them. Yeah, they're very much not. Like Norman Bates. I just know they're all inspired by the same thing. Yeah, Norman Bates is called Psycho for a reason. It is more of a psychological thriller with some killing in it. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is not. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is just a big old fat gore. gore. They want you to throw up. It's it's a little child abused with cannibalistic family, grows up, wants to kill anybody and everybody who comes near his family farm. And any chance he gets, he's chopping someone up or chainsaw. It doesn't even matter who. Um, so complete psychopaths. Whereas I feel Norman Bates is more of that psychological mental illness, a little bit of a family element. Um, definitely a, a little, a little bit. <laughs> but where Leatherface is all about the gore, right? It's he doesn't. There's no element of psychological or thriller with t- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's a hundred percent. How effed up can we make these kills? That's all it yeah. is. Done. He's at seven. Can we all agree? Are we all good? I'm good with that. I'm okay yeah. with that. Excellent. I accept. Are you all good with that? All right. I Who accept. picked Leatherface? Leatherface. Blah. Who picked Leatherface? Jennifer. So that was me. Jeff, your turn. Man, I've got some really lame ones on my list, and I don't want to. I don't. I didn't want to say some of these out loud. Because again, this isn't my this isn't my genre, guys. So, 
Um, and I'm going to get roasted for some of these. So I'm going to say one that I don't care for myself personally, but if we don't say it, we're probably going to get demonetized or whatever it would be. But, uh, is it, is it, is it ghost face? Is that what it is from screen? Is that, is that what it's called? Okay. So ghost face, uh, ghost face opinion. Uh, Megan literally just said that in the, in the channel there in the Instagram. So I knew I would be lynched if, if one of us didn't say ghost face, I don't know if he's on any of your lists. Uh, I wrote him down. I remember watching the first screen when it came out and I was like, eh, and I don't think I've seen any of the rest. So, but I know too, this is one of those like generational things. I like, I know a lot of the millennials are really big on Ghostface, And now even with the new stuff, the zoomers are also getting into Ghostface and such. So I know this might be like a little bit past our specific time frame. Uh, yeah. On our list at home, Erica Adam is saying on, um, on Instagram and they are a millennial gr- crew there. So I think it speaks to them much higher than it speaks to us. Um, but at the same time, again, same thing. Like, how when do you go for Halloween and you don't see a million fucking people wearing that ghost face mask? And you go to cons, or especially if it's a horror con, there's like a whole gaggle of people wearing the ghost face mask. So as far as like iconography goes, that mask is instantly recognizable in media. I haven't even really seen much of it, and I've and I know that mask when I see it. It inspired an entire rift of of parody movies and scary movie so i mean ghostface is on my list and uh if you've seen some of the pictures we were posting from the cosplay alliance meetup at the pumpkin farm Mm -hmm. we had a ghost face there right so that's high on my list and i would put them at six i would also i would also probably put them above pinhead yep for sure yep Oh, that's I told you I've never, I've never God. seen I mean, a, a Hellraiser movie, but I've seen all the screen movies. I wouldn't put it at six, but I, I get why we'd be put at six. So, yeah. Jen, any arguments for? From no, I'm okay. Six? I'm okay with it. I mean, I had Ghostface as number. He dro- just dropped off. He was number eleven for me, um, and a lot of it had to do with the horror thriller balance of. Um, I, I don't really get scared. It's entertaining and it was a okay concept for what I consider a teen movie. Um, it, it's not the same character. It's just literally a costume, right? They, they, you got different killers. Every movie is a different killer slash killers. So it's not even a particular character. So I can't really get afraid because it's just, for me, more of a mystery thriller where it's a whodunit. Right, we know you're gonna kill and stab some people. Really, the movie is about guessing who it is this time. Uh, so for me, do I get that intense fear, that intense dread, that ew, that gore? Not at all. It's more of a mystery thriller to me. But that said, I can't deny how iconic it is and how many ghost faces show up at my doorstep on October 31st every year. So I think it's very popular, very iconic. I struggle to put him in as a horror villain. To me, it's more of a mystery thriller character. That's exactly how I would describe Dracula to me. <laughs> we are no longer friends. Go, 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 go. Fight, 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 fight. <laughs> I don't know why we're doing this. Why aren't we just selling tickets to these fights? That's all I'm thinking. We're pulling mad views if we do that. 
So I, I'm uh, you okay make, with you that. make very good argument. Uh, for those of you in the channel talking about number five, I disagree. Um, the xenomorphs and the aliens were out 20 years before there was a ghost face, and they're still making alien xenomorph stuff. So, um, yeah, I think the xenomorphs are still above ghost face, but I think six is a pretty good spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, hey, folks, I, I don't know how many, how many more people you guys have on your list. <clears throat> we, I only really have the one. I got one more. You got that one more to, as well? It's got to go on the list. Sort of the... Yeah, mine also has to go on. And I think he will break the top yeah. 10 as well. For me, anyway, he definitely does. I'm, I'm assuming it's probably Rob, the same yours person. is probably the same. But yeah. uh, listen, before we move on, guys, if you are watching us on Instagram right now, go give us a watch on YouTube. There's a bunch of people hanging out on YouTube right now. There's a bunch of people commenting. Uh, it really helps the algorithm in propagating the, pro the podcast out to people. So please, please. Go check us out. We're in HD on YouTube. You can actually get to see the list. Uh, we'll go over the list in a second here. Uh, if you are watching us on YouTube, guys, give us a like. Come on. I can see that you guys are watching, but you're not giving us any likes. So give us a like. Make sure you like the podcast. You subscribe to the channel. Again, that really, really, really helps us out. You uh, like Top us. 10 you really like us. so far. So Chucky has been the first casualty. Chucky has now been bumped off. So the top 10 is now number one, Dracula. Number two, Jason Voorhees. Number three. Michael Myers, our top three so far. Freddy Krueger at number four. Alien Xenomorphs at number five. Ghostface, we, we just added at number six, which bumped down. Pinhead to number seven. Leatherface at number eight. Norman Bates to number nine. And Jigsaw at number ten. Rob. Shall I introduce the last person to make it on our list? Well, maybe not the last person to make it on our list, but the last person <laughs> that you have on your list. Go ahead. I have so much more on my list, but uh, oh, okay. I'm going to go. Yeah, but they're not going to be top 10. This one, I'm I thinking we'll make top, top 10, Pennywise. That was Dude. my last one on my list as well. Yeah, to put Pennywise on the list, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I'm surprised it took this long for us to uh, bring up Pennywise, but. Because no one yeah. wants I mean... to. But you want to acknowledge yeah. it. <laughs> Books, yeah. TV series, movies, mm. like everybody's clown phobia is pretty much based off of Pennywise. Uh, mm -hmm. So, yeah. So real real quick question, and I'm just, I'm just going to throw it out, and I want your knee-jerk gut reactions. If you've seen both the original miniseries and the new films, Tim Curry or Bill Skarsgård? Bill Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård. 100%. You can all be wrong. That's cool. Anyways, moving on. What he does with his eyeball? No, but he can already do that. Uh, and he the, he does that in real life. Like, this is not CG, right? No, I know. that's his, He does that, it for real. That that eye is so lazy, it's collecting unemployment. I, I, I Dude, agree it's with you. A hundred percent. Creepy 100%. as hell. But at the same time, yeah. That, that yeah, I like the look of Pennywise. Holy shit. I loved Curry. Oh, yeah. oh the, the fangs. And we all float down here, Tim. Oh, man. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Great, uh, great, by the way. I'm a huge King fan uh, on our villains list. I mentioned one of King's literary villains that did make it over into TV and stuff, but never never got what Pennywise got, which was just that freaking the fuck out of people, right? Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. He so, needs to be on the list. Yep. So where do we put him? He was number seven on my list. Yeah, for me, he probably be he might even go as high as number five for me. I was gonna, yeah, I would be okay at five or six. For me, um, Pennywise, yeah, I'll, I'll say this: I uh, I read the book. I'm not a big book reader, guys. Okay, I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't read a lot of books. I used to read a lot of comic books, but actually, full blown books. I wasn't a big reader. 
Um, it was one of the first full books that I read, and it freaked me the fuck out to the point that I didn't want to watch the original miniseries that they had come out. It freaked me out too much. Uh, and then I watched it, and, oh, God, it was so good. I was, like, freaked out how good it was. But the new, especially It Chapter 1, oh, my God, it's so freaking. It's so grotesque, and it's so creepy, and the jump scares are there. And the, I don't know. Pennywise, for me, is iconic. Again, like you said, everybody's clown phobia basically comes from Pennywise. I, I, I think it's hard to argue. For me, he's high on that list. I, I I would probably put him at five. Culturally, I can see why you'd put him at five, um, but I'm gonna put him at six myself. I would also vote six. Okay. Yeah, I would vote six. All right. Well, I guess I get uh... it's it's jazz. It's close. overruled once no, again. No, no, it's it's super it's super so... close. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, they convinced me. Well, you don't, don't have to. We don't need to. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Democracy. Yeah. What the hell do you think this is? A cheerocracy? Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, I am the one in control of the keyboard. That's so, true. You know, I could just erase. Good Lord. I know. All right, guys, I'm going to skip my turn because he was the last one on my list. So, Jen, I'll uh, defer back to you. Uh, so I'm going to mention two because we can talk about both of them and, and speed this up. The only two that I have left on my list, and I'm not sure if they're going to break the top 10 or not, would be Hannibal Lecter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know how you want to call it. I have it written down as the devil slash Reagan McNeil from The Exorcist. Mm, right, the Exorcist. I um, had The Exorcist written down. Zuzu. Yeah. yeah, because I don't know if she is technically really the villain. Really, it's the demon or it's the, the demon devil. It's the villain. But yeah, really, yeah. she's the face of it, right? right? So it's so to me, that's kind of one character together, one of the same. So they round those two, um, Reagan uh, from The Exorcist and Hannibal Lecter, round out my top ten. So that's nine and ten for me. Uh, Hannibal Lecter, I mean. <sighs> he's a complete sociopath uh and we like we were talking earlier i mean there's there's books there's movies they made a tv show um and again one of those very few horror films that have won oscar actually not only has it won oscars it is the only horror film to actually win best picture for an oscar so i know we're not talking about horror silence of the lamb won best picture it did. It won five Oscars, actually. Uh, in 91, it won Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress, and Adaptive Screenplay. Wow. Which, and again... Wasn't... Wow. Hannibal wasn't even the villain in that. He wasn't even the villain so... in that. No, you're right. Well, I mean... Uh, the other... No, the he other... was scary. He was well, he, I mean, he, he does wear a guy's face to get out of jail. He was scary. I mean, he does. Well, that, he does, right. he does kill some dudes. I know he's not the main villain. I know, but Buffalo he's not the main villain of. Listen, the, of it puts the. the that ties back. No, 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 no. I'm just again. I get it. I'm just saying. tie back to what you're saying. What made him bad. scary is the psychological, like the story. Oh, of course. Was yeah. what made that. Yes and no. So yeah. if we fast forward uh, to uh, Hannibal, that movie if you remember i remember very clearly because i was almost afraid to go see it but i did there were news reports when that movie came out that people were passing out in the movie theaters there were movie theaters that had paramedics on standby because people were throwing up 
at the whole Ray Liotta scene with eating his brains, people gross. were passing out. So when we're talking about horror and gore, we don't need a high kill count. We don't need some yeah. superhuman powers. That shit grossed masses out to the point where people were puking. So when we talk about the effect and the horror, I was afraid to go see that movie because I thought, am I going to puke in front of like 300 people in this theater? And so to me, hands parodied, down, even though... Parodied and copied and everything else, like guys getting wheeled out on fridge carts with the fucking mask over their face and shit, like constantly all the time, so... Nobody yeah. can drink a Chianti without making that freeze. Without so. some farva beans and a nice Chianti. By the way, so... ad-libbed. That sound he made with his, <laughs> with his mouth was ad-libbed in that moment. Was it really? Yes. And the director was like, fucking Jonathan. Jonathan Debbie was like, perfect. Um, yeah, dude. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Unfortunately, it's one of those things where, well, yeah, but they're all, they're all like that too. I don't know where you put them on the list. That's really interesting. Where, where, would, where did you have them, Jen? Uh, he was my number 10. Uh, but for me, Jigsaw, uh, Exorcist, and Hannibal Lecter, those three I could spin and and make arguments to make them float around. I'm not convinced uh, uh, Exorcist belongs. I'm not going to lie. No real deaths. It, 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 it was a movie about a demon possession of a little girl. It's essentially what, what it ends up being. And then the priests have to come in and, and perform an exorcism. I know it had horror elements, but... I don't yeah. know that I would classify that necessarily as a horror villain just for possessing this little girl. And eventually he has to let her go because the priest exercised the demon or whatever. Right. So for oh, me, it was more the effect again of its time. I mean, it was the first possession movie that even could be made at mm. the time. There were no possession movies before it. As soon it comes as... back to your, I think your argument about thriller versus horror. I, I would consider the exorcist a thriller more so than a, a straight up horror film. Okay. You know what okay. I mean? There's no blood. There's no gore. There's no guts. Yeah. There's no killing. There's no none of that. It's just, it's literally a little girl that's possessed by a demon. And the, what, and the shit they have to go through to get that. that. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with know. that falling off. Um, but Lecter's interesting, Lecter. man. Where would you guys put Lecter on the list? So Lecter, I mean, we're talking about five films, two, two TV series, multiple books. Mm -hmm. and, and just the iconography of the of the look yeah. and the lines and the you know it, it basically made anthony hopkins a star <laughs> and, and yeah won him an oscar won the film wins an oscar like crazy town like where would you where do you like a horror film who walks into as an actor who walks into agreeing to a horror film thinking i might get an oscar from this nobody thinks that like that's incredible it's a great villain, but if you go by that route, you'd also be getting into Blair Witch and other general horror movies that don't have an iconic villain. Yeah, we, we actually talked yeah. about that like last week when we were trying to figure out what we were going to do for this because then you're talking about like Poltergeist and Amityville Horror and stuff where there's not an actual face to put the horror on type of thing. But mm -hmm. uh, oh, so, uh, the hot take from Smokey Jam. Jamie's saying Hannibal should be number five. I think that's very, very high. I think it's way too I high think personally. He's right. He's not even on my list, but I I would put him I'll closer to like a seven more than a five, maybe even an eight. I don't think I put him at five. I'd put him above Pinhead. Yeah, for that's me, what I'm like, saying. You've already heard sure. me say many times I put nine, ten in. Uh, I might even put him ahead of Ghostface. So seven? I suppose based on the accolades of that movie. 
probably. Which but. version of Lecter? We're not picking versions. It's it's the character yeah. across. Yeah. So could I you mean, make an argument? Could you make an argument Lecter, for right? six? Does anybody think an argument can no. be made for six? I don't think so. Okay. Um. I mean, I'm sure there could be an argument made for six, but for me, no. For me, okay, that's three no, so that's good for me. It's <laughs> more iconic for me than Hannibal Lecter. I, okay, so can we say I, and seven I think then? For, yeah, because I think Pennywise is more of that shock fear, and Hannibal Lecter is more of that shock gross. I don't okay. really fear Hannibal Lecter, but, I mean, it's messed up, and I'm grossed okay. out. That's fair. So seven. Yeah, okay. So seven it is. All right. Not bad. Not bad, kids. That rounds out. I, I have some others, but they're I don't think they're gonna make it. They were just uh No, same. Things. The I'm only gonna yeah. mention like one more just because it, it really it freaked the fuck out of me as a kid, both reading it and then watching the film, uh Christine. And I know it's weird because it's a mm -hmm. car, but it's just it's just, oh by the way, sorry, there was two that I want to mention. Christine and Jaws. Was the yeah, other yeah. one that, that, was on that two things that were sort of like not human or even alien characters, but like one's a car and one's an if I can fish. Well, I don't know if sharks are sharks fish. I never I can remember. I know dolphins are friends. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean literally people wouldn't go swimming at the beach because of Jaws. The reason, by the way, I don't yeah. know if you guys know this or not, the reason why movies, modern movies say they're called blockbusters is because of Jaws. Because people were literally lining up around the block to see Jaws. And that's how that term blockbuster came to be because mm. of that fucking movie. The music is iconic. Again, it's hard. It's just a shark doing shark shit. I mean, it's not like yeah, it <laughs> yeah. right. Never felt like a horror movie to me. You know what I mean? Right? It does. Wow. It made people afraid. It scared the shit out of people. It made people afraid to go in the water. So I, I think it still scared people, but it scared people because it's a force of nature more than anything else. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And same with Christine, because I know it's 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 essentially like a car that's been possessed by a ghost, and that ghost is now like killing people at the behest of whoever's driving it. I just want to mention Christine because as far as all of King's works go, other than Pennywise, that car scared the holy fucking bejesus out of me. Mm -hmm. And the way John Carpenter shot that film with that car putting itself back together again mm -hmm. freaked me the fuck out. So again, honorable mention doesn't even go on the list anywhere at all. Blah 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 blah. But Jaws is a weird one, and I wanted to at least throw it out to you guys. But now that we've talked about it, I kind of agree. Yeah, the scene where he first he's first standing there and he sees Christine put itself back together. Yeah, in the dude, barn. dude, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about dude, it right now. Dude, that I, that's a fucked up crazy. scene. Crazy. Yeah, it freaked crazy. me out as a kid for sure. Uh, Jekyll and Hyde and honorable mentions. That's not bad. That's not bad. Eric is yeah, saying Jekyll and Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Yeah, well, Hyde for sure. Yeah, Jekyll not so much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it's an allegory, obviously, for just um, uh, ego and id. Like I get that as far as that goes, but yeah. it's a it's a very good allegory. And again, same thing. It's been copied ad infinitum for ever, like for a million times across all media. I feel all like that another... King and No Shining. Who's the villain of Shining? Like, I, you could say Jack Torrance, but he's just a man that was led down the wrong path, kind of. Yeah, thing. he just loses his yeah. mind, right? Yeah. Like, like he's almost tortured to a point where he just goes crazy. So I don't know. I did. I did have Jack Torrance down as an honorable mention, absolutely. But Me I too. don't oh, know that he. The... I don't know that he makes a top ten list. 
Mm-hmm. The honorable mention I want to throw on there is Robert Stack from Unsolved Mysteries because he scared the <laughs> shit out of me more than <laughs> anybody else on this list. Right. Robert Stack from Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> Fucking perfect. Again, he's not a fictional character. We can't use him. Yeah, Sorry. He's, no good. he's yeah. out. He's Jack out. was misunderstood, says Michael Icon. I agree. Jack Torres was uh, definitely misunderstood. One that seems to come back a lot that I'm surprised nobody's mentioned is Candyman. Yeah. He's definitely worth an honorable mention as well. I don't know that he's necessarily making the list, but um, Candyman is one that has been iconic over the years. I mean, uh, what's his name, Todd? Um, Oh, the guy that plays Candyman. Oh, Tony Todd was the first one. Tony Todd. Yep. I mean, he made the character. Um, Yep. Candyman uh, was amazing. Uh, so uh, William Antler here, uh, Thor is worthy. Uh, it is, I believe, it, William Antler is Thor is worthy, right? No, no, no. Wild Blood is William Antler. Thor is worthy is ah. Okay, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. yes. You're correct. So William is saying, "What about the iconic werewolf?" So there are all the monsters, right? You know, the werewolf, uh, the mummy, um, the Invisible Man, the Invisible Man. Yep. I feel like those all fall in line with what we were saying earlier for Frankenstein, right? Where are they really technically horror villains? I I don't know. Um, I mean, they're iconic. They've been around forever. They've been reproduced. I mean, the werewolf spawned, spawned I mean, hundreds of, of movies. It spawned a whole genre again, you know? Um does that make the top 10? Not for me. I don't think so. And again, same thing, a tragic character more so than anything else. Right? Like mm-hmm. for my for my for my Potter fans out there, go look at Remus Lupin. Would you would you consider Remus Lupin to be like a horror guy? Of course he's not. He's just a, he's just a, essentially an innocent victim that for 3 days out of every month he can't help but turn into a monster and and do and do monster shit like it's Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think that makes them a horror villain. I saw someone mention Carrie a couple of times as well. Same kind yes. of argument. Carrie's just a victim, essentially. At the end of the day, like she's just someone that was pushed too hard for too long, and and had like a secret power that she ended up sort of unleashing. But I think a lot of people watching Carrie are kind of rooting for Carrie by the end of that film. After all these bullies were treating her like such a piece of shit. So I, I don't know that. I love Carrie. The book is fantastic. But I, I don't think we I would classify Carrie as a as a villain per se. She's too uh she's too much of a victim and just lashing out at those that were being pieces of shit to her. So mm-hmm. another like, one I haven't seen mentioned at all is Damien. I don't know who that the from Omen? the Omen? From the Omen. Cool. Not not top ten, yeah. but cool. Again, yeah, no, probably that doesn't break top ten for sure. Not yeah. on my top ten, Ooh. but I haven't seen him mentioned at all in the comments. I think we're pretty solid here, boys and girls. I think so. I don't know that any anybody else is going to crack that. There's tons of great, you know, movies and franchises, but I'm not sure if we're going to crack this. Place. Yeah. No, we can go top 20, top 30, top 50 and include all yeah. of those, but I cannot rack my brain on who could hit this top 10. All right, who wants so, to recap? Uh, I'm happy to. So for our Instagram viewers, guys, the final top 10 list, number one is Dracula, 
so you can tell Jen was on the podcast this week. Number two <laughs> is Jason Voorhees. <laughs> number that? three is Michael Myers. Number four is Freddy Krueger. Number five is the alien or the xenomorphs. Number six is Pennywise the clown. Number seven is Hannibal Lecter. Number eight is Ghostface. Number nine is Pinhead from Hellraiser. And number 10 is Leatherface. Having bumped off the list was Norman Bates, Jigsaw, and Chucky. And a bunch more that we decided. And a whole bunch gonna, of honorable mentions that we all just weren't going to make it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. But these were all worthy of a, of a top 10 list and worthy of discussion based on their cultural impact, their longevity, you know, how much we were, they live rent free in our heads. All of those picks had to be discussed and talked about. So, and maybe your list looks different like and it. feel free to put it in the YouTube comments, what your list is or what you think we got wrong or take us to task on something or give us your support mm -hmm. and say, bang up job guys. Like, don't be afraid. Hitting the like button's great, but throw a comment down there too and let us know. I do support this list. Most of these are my friends. Look Woo! at that. Michael Icon was supporting the list. Look at that. I think we did it, Rob. I think we fixed the top 10. Right? We fixed oh, it. Fuck, <laughs> top 10. Jesus See? Christ. Chaos. Are you and I ever going to live down that top 10 villains that we did? No, no, <laughs> no, no. no, no Good, because it's so. still my favorite because it made everybody mad. Fucking Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> Rob literally yeah. putting his shoes on as soon as his dad is so angry over to your house all I, mad. Totally, totally. Like, not, not, not 15 minutes later, he was knocking on my door. Hilarious. It's that name guy. Come and on, I get, buddy. I get Please in there. Put forth and Billy. Billy who? Are you talking about Billy from Stranger Things? Is that? Hmm? Hi. Thank you. Hit it. Thanks, beer brothers. I'm just. Uh, I think uh, it's that native guy on uh, on Instagram has been stumping for something. He said, "All right, come on, buddy, please put forth Billy." I don't know who Billy is. I'm trying to go back in the comments here to see if Billy's not making it for this list. Maybe next year. No. Yeah. The Wicked Witch of the West was my suggestion. Yeah, Michael Icon, the Wicked Witch of the West. I was going to bring her up, but someone was going to throw a fit. Oh, Billy boy. from Black Christmas, the Canadian slasher movie. I will admit, I have, I don't even know what that is. Neither do I. I've not seen it. I'm sorry, man. I never seen it. I do not know what that is. No. Are we going to start doing like Tusk as well? Like, yeah, dude, dude, no Black Christmas. No, I, yeah, we get it. Sorry, Ira. We just, none of us know it, so we can't. And if no. none of us know it, it probably means it's not going to crack a I list, mean, I could so. have said Krampus, but Krampus probably wouldn't have made the top 10 either. So, yeah. uh, you know. No, I think we're, I think we're solid here, I think folks. we're pretty solid oh, here. Hey, not, guys. That number one's pretty shaky. Good job. But, yeah. Yeah. Number one. I mean, I don't know that it's I agree serious. with That's just keep the peace, if you know I what think I mean. So. Exactly. I think so. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> the boss is here, guys. So That's we got to right. tread lightly. Here we go to appease her. I got Dracula to number one, so yeah. I can retire. I'm never doing this again. I'm leaving on She's top. Like, mic drop. See you later. Mic bitches. drop. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, it's Halloween. Um, what are you guys Halloween. up to? Are you guys doing anything good? Uh, Jeff, how about you let us know what you're doing for this Halloween weekend? On Saturday, I, here in London, Ontario, I will be at the Pizza Hut uh, in South London near White Oaks Mall uh, on Wellington Road. We will be out supporting Crime Stoppers, uh, London Police and Fire, along with OPP and Auxiliary will all be out in support of that cause. Free candy given out. They're doing a lunch buffet. Uh, all they're asking for is a $5 donation. And uh, you can, there'll be fire trucks there. There'll be police cars there, the whole nine yards. That is on Saturday, the 29th. On Sunday, the 30th, uh, London Comic Con will be doing their candy crawl in downtown London once again this oh, year. Oh, very cool. 
a couple years ago we did it and we literally uh halted traffic in downtown london to the point where the cops showed up <laughs> and told us that we actually had to wrap it up because buses could not get through downtown london so we're doing the same thing again this year um i believe that event i think the uh 29th is going from 11 to 2 and i think that one's going from 12 to 3. so if you are going to be in the london area for either of those two days either come down to pizza hut on the saturday or come downtown to the candy crawl on sunday it's going to be centered at budweiser gardens uh lots of cool costumes lots of cool cosplayers handing out some candy it's going to be fun as frig that's all i got what about you guys uh jen have you heard back for the sunday not yet. No. So, uh, I mean, Sunday we're going to be getting into a Predators and we're going to be harassing the citizens of Curtis. Um, you know, it's a tradition every year. Halloween weekend is Predator weekend downtown Curtis, Oshawa. So where we end up is uh, still yet to be determined, but we will be out in our costumes on the Sunday. Awesome. Uh, Monday night for Halloween itself. I don't know, man. We're still behind the eight ball. We haven't even prepared anything, so... You know, I might just end up just dressing up as Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees again, or or who knows? Like it'll be. I think and I can go as Dracula. <laughs> Wouldn't you be yeah, like Mina Hart? So original with some fans. I mean, <laughs> sure. I'll be number one. <laughs> sure. So uh, you would make a good Mina Harker. You would definitely make a good Mina Harker. I, I just watched the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, and you would make a very good Mina Harker. That's for sure. Well, there we go. Mm. Anyways. I've got the lamest uh, Halloween this year on Monday. I, I'm going to a work conference, and uh, so I'm out oh, of that's town. Right. But I'm packing a couple costumes, and I'm just going to, um, you know, harass the hotel I'm staying at and see what I can get up to. <laughs> <laughs> that's a TikToks. great idea. Yeah. Make some TikToks. Make some TikToks. Oh, my God. There's the hospitality suite that I might uh, oh. partake in, do a little you, bit of sharing there, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it. I that's think it. that's it. All right. We, we hey, it. everybody. Uh, I mean, Happy. people are starting to log off. So, I mean, I think it is it. But uh, hey, to everybody who sticked with us till the end, guys, thank you so, so much. We love having you guys around for these podcasts. We love the interaction. Again, if you're not watching us on YouTube, go check it out. Leave us a like. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. If you want or you're just coming in now, like Olympic City Superman, who's just now joining as we're logging off. Hey, you can check out the podcast as of tomorrow on your favorite podcast platform or right here on YouTube. So, guys, I think that's going to be it. Make sure you stay geeky. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you next Happy time. Happy Halloween.